Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. Right now I post 72 pieces of content a week and it only takes me a total of four hours to create it, to think about it, to review it, to have 72 pieces of content go out across a few different platforms. And in this video, I wanna break down the four part framework I use to be able to produce 72 pieces in just four hours a week. Now, I wanna start out by saying this has been one of the biggest learning curves for me ever. And so if you're stepping into trying to ramp up your content game, you're trying to build a brand, you're trying to grow your audience, you might be having a lot of the similar questions that I had when I started out. Because back in 2018, when I first started my business, I thought content was for fools. I mean, I didn't initially. Initially, in my first week, I built a website and I was like, I'm going to launch a podcast and start a YouTube channel. But I quickly found all of the mentors that I was working with at that time was like, dude, you don't need to post content. You don't want to be famous. You don't need to be an influencer. What you need is a funnel. And so then that took me down the path of making a few million over the next few years with relatively little content. The whole game was how do I create the least amount of content possible so that I can get as many leads as I need through ads and funnels and landing pages and lead magnets and webinars so that I can get the clients I need without needing to be a freaking part-time influencer. What's been interesting though, is over these few years, those same mentors have almost all changed their tune when it's come to content. And so if you're watching this in 2023 or 2024, you know the importance of now building an audience and nurturing that audience with content. But the problem is it can take so much freaking time to create content. I mean, when we initially started this journey, I was creating and spending so much time focused on this that I eventually I was just like, man, there has to be a better way. And I'm glad to have found a better way that now has me producing 72, and that's conservative, a piece of content a week in just under four hours total. And so I wanna walk you through this four framework, starting with ideation. So we have so many tools at our disposal, right? You've got books and podcasts and YouTube videos. We've now got AI and chat GPT. And all of those things can work. I'm just gonna walk you through exactly how I come up with ideas for content. I wanna introduce three words to you. Short, medium, long. Okay, so how most content starts for me is it starts as a thought, and that's probably not a groundbreaking idea there. But what happens is I'm on calls with clients, I'm talking to people, I might listen to a podcast, and it might spark an idea in my head. And so basically everything starts for me with posting on stories. And again, I'm not saying you have to do this, this is just what works for me. I know for some people like Wamozi, he just tweets all day. That's his version of what I'm talking about. So I try and get the thought out there, I try and articulate it as best as I can, and I post it on a story. And so some days I post 10, 15, stories and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're average and sometimes it's just like brain dumps. But what I do with that is that I then think about some of those ideas more than others. So some of those ideas stick with me over coming days. Some of them get a lot of feedback, some of them get no feedback. And so then what I'll likely do is I'll turn one of those short ideas or some of those short ideas and turn them into medium pieces of content. And how I define this in my world is I'm likely going to write a post about it. Okay, so it's no longer a story, it's gonna hit the news feed somewhere. So I go from a few sentences to a few paragraphs. From there, I'm getting clearer. And one of my best uh, quotes I love about content creation is it says, thoughts untangle themselves passing through the lips and through fingertips. 
okay? And so this is partly creation, but part ideation, because at this point, I'm not really creating big pieces of content that then become a part of our redistribution system that I'll get to in a moment. I'm literally just filtering through ideas. So again, I'm on calls, I'm reading books, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm having conversations with friends, and these ideas come through, and then I just start testing them and working them out. And then I go from medium, where I write out a few paragraphs, and that's where the idea becomes clearer to me, right? The thoughts have untangled themselves, passing through the lips and through fingertips. And now I'm ready to step into long, which is where we step into framework number two, which is creation. So let's talk about creation. You've gone through the ideation process. And again, you can use tools like ChatGPT, like, hey, give me 10 ideas about what to talk about. That can be okay. I don't love that. That's not the process I use, but you can find your ideas in many different places. Let's talk about creation. One of the things I found in creation is that you need to manage creative energy. And creative energy is not the same as, let's say, admin energy. I can check my Slack and respond to messages at any point of the day. And the energy it takes is very little. So I don't have to overthink when I schedule that I can just kind of check it whenever I need to. Creative energy is different. I need to think about what parts of the day, what parts of the week am I allowed to be most creative? Am I going to be most creative? And so typically for me, I actually block out time. So today it is Wednesday here in Bali. Today is filming day. This is when I do direct to camera videos like this. So on a day like today, I will shoot two to three videos that have gone through the ideation process and I'll turn them into direct to camera videos just like this. So that's Wednesday. Tuesdays and Fridays, I take calls. And so uh, if you haven't watched my video before, I talk about how I schedule my week as a seven figure coach, I theme my days. So Tuesdays and Fridays are call days, Mondays and Thursdays are just projects, and then Wednesdays is like active content creation. But one of the things that I have finally got the lesson on, we've heard Gary Vee talk about it a million times and it finally hit me this year, was document, don't create. And so chances are every week within your business, whether it's a one-to-one -one coaching call, a lesson that you're teaching, a group coaching call that you're doing, you can actually film those and then turn them into content. So you might not be able to take the whole call in all of its context, the whole uh, training session in all of its context, but you can probably find snippets, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes that can be turned into a YouTube video or you can take the transcription and turn it into a post. And so on Tuesdays and Fridays, uh, we actually film a lot of those calls calls and then the best ones that we think are going to be most helpful to other people become pieces of content. This has been huge when it comes to creating YouTube videos and reels and shorts and things like that. So many of my reels and shorts, I don't have to sit in front of a camera and talk directly to it. That's a portion of it. But the biggest portion comes from people uh, editing it, which I'll talk about in a moment, my long form down into short form. And so I want you to be thinking about the creation stage for you in terms of active creating like this, where you're taking and creating something from scratch or documenting. And I want you to start and really become aware of where you have the most capacity and energy and time right now. Because if you've got ample time, then maybe you'll do more of this. And if you don't, maybe the play for you right now to scale your content strategy is to simply document more of what you are already doing. Work smarter, not harder. And so creation is really important to be thinking about because when you start, you can easily overcomplicate it. But when I started, I had my phone, right? And I had a little tripod and that was it. And it was literally my in-ear headphones that are sitting right next to me, plugged into my phone, and that was the whole of creation. I wasn't like sitting down, obsessing about lighting. I didn't have a fancy microphone. I just got started. And so for you, it's really important to understand you shouldn't create too many barriers to entry if you're going from not creating much to creating more. When I started creating more myself, I then brought in a content manager that lives here in Bali who's shooting this video right now. He's the person who comes in on Tuesdays and Fridays and documents the call 
goals, but you don't have to start with something like that. Start from where you are and ramp up accordingly. So creation, again, recap. Wednesdays is filming days. Tuesdays and Fridays is like documenting days. Occasionally, we've done one of these. We're gonna do more of these in the coming weeks. It's like things like vlogs, which is another version of documenting. So we go from ideation, where I talk to people, I listen to podcasts, I listen to books, and then I take ideas from that and I go through the short, medium, long testing strategies. And then I actively create on Wednesdays and I document on Tuesdays and Fridays for the creation. Okay, so now let's talk about framework number three, which is editing. So now let's talk about editing. The mistake most people make as they're scaling their content strategy, whether you are focused on written content or video content or audio content, is people try and over edit too soon. They go from, I don't post much content to I'm gonna start posting consistently. I need to hire an agency, I need to get an editor. And I would highly recommend against this because number one, you should be consistent with something before making an investment in it. And number two, it's not necessary. So when I started, I had no, editing whatsoever. It was literally like me on a computer just clipping the ends and then uploading. So it was like, okay audio, okay video, because you know, phones are pretty good these days. And then I would simply upload it myself. Over time, I then got a part-time editor that would help with really basic editing. Maybe put some text on the screen, nothing fancy, no crazy jump cuts, no crazy animations, just really basic. And I got this person for $1,500 a month and they were based out of Ukraine. Now I have an agency that I pay $5,500 a month for. They do long form, they do short form, and my editing game has significantly stepped up as I've scaled my content strategy. So the point I'm trying to emphasize is when it comes to editing, you need a really good system and the system right away might be no editing, which makes the system really easy. And then over time, you need to scale it in relation to the strategy of content that you have for that season of business. Now, here are a couple of things that I would say. Firstly, if you were shooting things like podcasts, you can actually have AI do a lot of the editing for you. So you can search like podcast AI editing tool and you'll get a number of different options. One of the AI tools that I really like taking sh uh, long form clips into short form in just a few minutes, and as far as I know, it's free, and if it's not free, it'll be really cheap, is called Opus Clip. And the URL is opus. Pro. And this might not look amazing. It's not gonna be like freaking epic editing standard, but it's gonna get you consistent. So you can take long form content and then turn it into short form content with just a few clicks of a button. The biggest piece when it comes to AR editing is again, being really cognizant of the season you're in, not trying to sprint before you're walking, and then making sure that the system becomes as simple as possible. So let me give you a couple of key examples. With our system now, we're trying to get ahead by a few weeks. So when it comes to going Going through an editing process and shooting a video like this, I don't have to upload this tomorrow. So there's no stress on the editing side. The team has time. I can do multiple reviews. They can they can create a thumbnail. I can review it back and forth. And so what what this has allowed me to do is to create 74 pieces of content a week. I think the truer number is like closer to 100 if you bring in podcasts and things like that. But let's keep it 74 for now. It makes it so much easier for me, and I have so little stress associated with it because we have dialed in this editing process and the reason and the way we've been able to do that is by pushing out deadlines. I do not have the need to post something today, edit it tomorrow, post it the next day. We have time, we have margin. So this might come in the form of creating videos and you might create three videos a week, but only post two. And so then you have a bank of content that you have way ahead of schedule that creates more margin within your content creation strategy. Now let's talk about the fourth and final stage of content. It's talking about distribution. Framework number four, distribution is kind of made up of two pieces. There's the reviewing piece that I kind of touched on and then there's the 
distribution piece. All of these parts need to flow together to make the content strategy not just work for a week or a month, but consistently work as you scale it up, right? Ideation, creation, editing, and distribution. There becomes so much stress at the distribution stage if you don't have the right processes in place. So here's how we do it. Tuesdays and Fridays are my call days, but also on those days, I review the content that has been edited. So we're talking thumbnails, short form, captions for the thumbnails. I write promo posts for the long form and things like that. So it's targeted, not back and forth Slack messages all the way through the week, but uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, I review those pieces so that we can then create the distribution strategy. The distribution strategy firstly comes down to what platforms are you, are you posting on and how often are you posting on those platforms? So for me, my core platforms are Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, email, and podcast. Now, I don't really include things like TikTok because we're posting a little bit on there. We post on LinkedIn, we post on threads, that pushes the number of pieces of content way up, but we have core platforms that we focus in on. And then we have a cadence that we stick to for each platform. So right now, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, we post two reels a day. YouTube, long form, we post two long form videos a week. And from next week, we'll be posting four YouTube videos a week. And then with each of those long form videos, we then have an email that goes out to our list to promote those videos. I'm sharing the detail of this because distribution is kind of the make or break of whether this is easy, hard, whether it happens or it doesn't happen. So creating a cadence and then choosing which channels have which cadences is really key. Now on a really practical note, I don't press upload on anything at all. So we just have a system of Google Docs and Google Sheets. Google Docs have the thumbnails, they have the headlines, they have the copy, and then Google Sheets is the upload schedule of all of those things. And for every single thing we post, it is post posted manually. There's no AI software involved and it's posted manually by my virtual assistant on the times that we decided ahead of time. So 10 p.m. Monday night, barley time, which is kind of morning time for the US. We post the YouTube video, we post a short across the different platforms and so on and so forth. So a couple of key things. When you're thinking about your content strategy, don't just think about posting content. Break it down. Ideation, creation, editing, and distribution. The next piece is creating a system around all of it. If you show up in front of the camera and you have no ideas, you need to create a system for getting ideas. Again, I shared that I'm just testing ideas all day on stories and the ones that work there or that I feel like I have some energy around, I'll turn into bigger pieces of content. When it comes to creation, I don't have to worry about when are we gonna record this week? I know Wednesdays we've set aside time to record just that and Tuesdays and Fridays we document stuff. Editing is no longer, I don't touch it, I just review it, but it's handled by a team and there's a strict process that's followed for short form, for long form, for thumbnails and so on. And then distribution, we sit down, we decide what platforms, what cadence, how often, how many, and so on and so forth. So whenever you're feeling overwhelmed by content, just know that I have felt the same. We've spent months figuring out this process and system, but thinking about it in these four stages using these framework helped immensely. And we started to simplify everything around the process and the system. Everything got easier. So whether you're ramping up to posting once a day, one piece of content, whether you're ramping up to 20, 30, 40, 50, wherever you are on the journey, break it down into those four pieces of framework and then create process and system to make each part of that framework work work smoothly and as effortlessly as possible. So hopefully this video is helpful. If you haven't already, like and subscribe and I'll catch you in another video. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt gonna be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.